Welcome to Bruce Styles for Tuesday, October 6th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. I'm Chris. And I'm Travis. This week, we'll be talking about Style 4B, Fest Beer. Check out our website, brewstyles.com, where you can leave us feedback and requests for us to discuss your favorite beer styles. Send us an email to ask us some questions, and we will get them answered on the air. While on our site, you can also find a link to the BJCP website. There you can download your own copy of the BJCP Style Guidelines and get more information about how to become an official BJCP Certified Beer Judge. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash brewstyles and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Find our Google number on our website and give us a call. We'd love to hear your voice. Send us your questions and comments to help us bring you the information you need. Yes. Yes. See. Si. <laughs> well, welcome back. <laughs> sure. Hey, Travis. Hello. How's it going? Doing good. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm a little sad. Why are you sad? Well, Oktoberfest is coming to a close. So I guess we missed our trip to Germany this year. Yeah. It's a little too late. I thought you were going to move your wedding. I thought about it, but... But I got cold feet. Oh, but I'm bad. still going to get married. I just got cold feet oh, about, uh, about moving it to, to Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> Plane trips to Germany are kind of expensive, I think. Yeah, especially last minute. Then, like, the 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 gate agents start looking at you funny, and then you get the uh, the super special pat-down um, because you bought your, your tickets last minute. Well, and that's what you get when you wear lederhosen to the airport. Well, <laughs> I, I thought my outfit was the bomb, but... Apparently they you didn't. can't say that at an airport though, because I didn't know that. Pat you down whenever you. Yes, well. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I got the I got the super goop special. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anything interesting happened this week? Well, we had our uh, we had our second week of the BJCP judging class happen. Well, you you went. I had the second week of the <laughs> BJCP judging class happen. I missed it. Yeah. Who schedules high school football games on a Thursday night? I don't understand. It's unfortunate. It's ridiculous. No idea. It's supposed to be Friday night lights, not Thursday night lights. That doesn't have the same ring to it, I don't think. They must have been foreign. Maybe so. (laughs) Speaking of which, there's Eddie. (laughs) He's back. He's back for another episode. How's it going, Eddie? Pretty good. You see yourself? Uh, I'm good. Good. How about you, Travis? How are you? Oh, I'm a little sad. Yeah, you could have said that. October. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, yep. the class that I missed. Yeah, the give class. Me, give me the the quick rundown of what I missed. This was week two, and so um, the focus this time was on malt. And we had a we had a special guest, uh, a member of our homebrew club, Stan, which I think he's nationally ranked in the BGCP, um, I guess, circuits or rankings. Homebrew club Stan? What? Yeah. That's what? is that his name, Stan? Yes, Stan. Oh, okay. Well, that, Have you never met Stan? Homebrew Club Stan. At the, it sounds like a persona. A member of our Homebrew Club Stan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you've met Stan. I'm yes, I'm. I did. I have. But he's I'm a just, big, a big personality. But I'm just. It sounded like a persona. Homebrew Club Stan. Never mind. I, I understood. Understood. Well, stand like like a like a bleacher stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, we understand now, Travis. I understand. Do so, you understand? I understand. I understand. Well, there wasn't anyone understand because he was <laughs> on the floor. Not. That would have been so, awkward. Yeah. He was speaking to us while he was standing <laughs> up. And he was talking about malt and the malting process. And How does it stand? You know, I can't stand either of you guys right now. <laughs> Anyways, he went through the whole malting process, and even though you know I consider myself pretty adept at at home brewing, and you know I've I've kind of delved into, or at least dipped my toe into the the scientific process of of beer and all that essence of toe. Yeah, all that goes with it. Sure, I don't know that I've ever dipped my toe in my beer, but I just I, w- I was hoping he had said toe and not something else. Well, our our buddy Hashleswort has. Dipped his fingers in mm-hmm. his essence of Hashelsworth. Yeah. Every beer he makes tastes like fingers. Yeah. He always yeah. dips his fingers into it for some reason. He's I don't know. He always finds an excuse to dip his fingers into his beer. <laughs> as long as it tastes good. Well, <laughs> it's like fingers. So, you know, even Not though chicken it, fingers either. I consider myself pretty knowledgeable about those things. <laughs> I definitely learned a lot about just the malting process, where where the malt comes from, and then basically the, the process from, uh, you know, the farm to... How it gets to the uh, the homebrew shop. I mean, all these things I didn't know anything about about a uh, moisture content and how they they thrash it and the kilning process. So that was kind of neat. And then uh, after that, they did a they did a, a malt sampling where they had uh, kind of like a, a tic tac toe layout, and then put a little bit of Pilsner malt and Vienna malt, Munich malt, all that stuff, and so you could you know smell it, taste it, and by gosh, if I didn't, if I didn't taste things in those that I've smelled and tasted in beers I've made before, it was incredible. It was really neat to 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 say, okay, this is Pilsner malt, and then taste it and say that is exactly what I've smelt before. That's what I've tasted before in you know this beer, this beer, or, or whatever that I've done before. So I mean, that in itself was was hugely uh, valuable, just to just to go through the gamut taste the the variety of ba- uh, base grains and then like the uh, the munichs the caramels and then the roasted ones too uh wow i i really appreciate of, that of all the classes for me to miss yeah uh, i think i would have gotten a lot out of that one you would have maybe i need to go you know to stubby's texas brewing and be like hey i need like a, a quarter of an ounce <laughs> of all of your malts so i can eat them I need a dime bag <laughs> Yeah, give me give me a dime bag of each one of your malts. You know, and the cool would thing be, about would that be weird about knowing the owner. <laughs> I bet he would do that for you. I bet he probably would too. It's like you know, just going with a. I mean, really and truly, you a Ziploc uh, bag. Not even that. I I just got enough to fill the cup of my palm. So it was probably maybe like a sixteenth of an ounce or even. So less. I really do need like a dime bag. Ziploc. It, it was tiny because you just <laughs> get that much, much and then you, you pop it in your mouth. Because once you start to get like the, the roasted barley and chocolate stuff, it's it's ashy, it's it's roasted, it's it's really thick. And so then that's what you start to taste. So you want just a, a very, very little amount. He'd do that for you. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. Let me know when you go so I can go too. Okay. I, I'd like to learn about this stuff. I'd be... I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset that I... Missed that class. 
I saw the picture that you sent me, and I was going to say, what are, you, what are you doing, malt tic-tac-toe? Because that's what it looked like to me, too. <laughs> yeah, really. And, and I shouted out, bingo, once in the class. And you I, did? I got a decent you laugh. Got, but oh, geez. They, these people don't appreciate my humor. <laughs> no. It's, 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 it's wasted. But Now, I have um, – you were talking about roasting the malts and, and the process behind it and everything. I have um, heard about people getting, like, really – the old um, coffee roasters, I guess – Right. People used to roast their own coffee, and you can actually get, you know, two row base grain, whatever, popping in one of those, and you can roast your own malt that way. Hmm. That was interesting. I've never delved into that. Really? Just no. out of curiosity, can you do the same with hops? Or, I mean, would you be able to taste hops like that? Or roasted they, hops? Well, no, I mean, not, not roasted. Not, no, sorry. <laughs> I was, that was different. Not not in the coffee pot. I meant, like, <laughs> would you be able to no, smell them and taste them like just like you did the... Uh, oh, man, if you put well, hops in your mouth, that'd be kind of... Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. You could smell them for sure. Not taste them. I wouldn't put hops in my mouth. Yeah, that, that, actually, I think Fratto did that once. I'm pretty sure on a brew day, we're like, "Hey, Fratto," <laughs> you know, because it was probably Fuggles, and he's a big Fuggles fanboy, and so he probably right. did put the Fuggles in his mouth. And I, I can't really, I can't really speak to that because I've never done that. I'm sure you know, you open up the packet and you smell it. Can you imagine like, oh, what that would taste? I haven't. No, I, I've never actually you know tasted. I've hops. got some hops in the freezer out there. At some point tonight, maybe after we do our tastings, because it's probably going to wreck our palate. Oh well, yeah. Okay. We're going to taste some hops later. Then let's pull out a little bit and let it warm up to room temperature. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. If this is going to happen, then might as well do it at you know go full throttle. I think I have some, some Chinook from Martin House. Yes. Then let's go full throttle. Let it okay. warm up. Well, when we take our break to get our beer, then I'll pull some hops out. Okay. Of the Oh my god! Oh. I can't believe I just brought this up. This will probably it's be, the, be your fault, Eddie. That's sorry. why it's your fault. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. This will be the last episode of Bruce Styles ever because <laughs> nobody. Will We're never going to be able this. to taste anything ever again. <laughs> yep, every beer will taste like Chinook. We're going to like drink a stout. I get a lot of bitterness out of this. Yeah. <laughs> why does this taste like an IPA? That's not a black IPA. That reminds me. I need to brew that again. Yeah. That it's getting good. to cooler temperatures, so yeah. it'd be applicable. Well, I think I think uh, Rancor Red Version Three is up next. Okay, so I don't think I ever tried that one. It's pretty good. Hmm. Anyway, what are we talking about today? I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. Oh, fest. We had a huge festival about this. We did, or we didn't. Or Germany. Germany did. did. I wish I had. Is this one poundable? It's more poundable than oh. anything else we talked about. If sorry, we're here. He'd ask if it was ready to party. Yeah. So yes, you would. We are. I mean, we're talking about the fest beer today, which is category four B, and um, in all intents and pur- purposes, this is the Marzen, but lighter in every aspect, more poundable color, aroma, flavor, um, everything. Yes, it is, and and it says that in the uh, in the guidelines, quotations more poundable. That's why they wanted this beer, and it. You know, Honestly, it didn't exi- exist until pretty recently, and uh, Eddie's going to talk about the history of that. Ooh. Go for it, Eddie. All right. Not in Spanish. Oh. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So, no since 1990, the majority of beer served at Oktoberfest in Munich has been this style. Export beer specifically made for the United States is still mainly of the traditional amber style, as are U.S. 
as our U.S.-produced interpretations. Polliner first created the Golden Version in the mid-1970s because they thought the traditional Oktoberfest was too filling. So they developed a lighter, more drinkable, but still malty version that they wanted to be, quote, more poundable. Oh, there you go. More poundable. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the actual type of beer served at Oktoberfest is set by a Munich city committee. So the actual beer served at Oktoberfest would be... Whatever they decide, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I mean, do do they normally decide for the lighter version, the Fest beer, or do they normally go for the Martzen? Uh, they, I mean, they still do both, but it's it's decided to be like a light committee. and a dark. Yeah, because they, you know, just like uh, when you went on your honeymoon to Mexico, they had two beers on tap, light and dark. Light and dark. Yep, mm. both of them. So, Dos Equis. Same kind of thing here, <laughs> but you know, uh, as we talked about in the Martin episode, the uh, the dark amber lager was the beer of choice forever. I mean, since basically 1872, and that was what it was. That was the Oktoberfest beer. And so that's whenever uh, the Americans caught hold of it. That's the style that they gravitated towards, and, and that's what we understand as, as a Oktoberfest. But um, uh, like Eddie said, in the uh, 1970s, then Polliner decided we need uh, a beer that's a little bit lighter, a little bit easier to drink, a little bit more poundable. And so they created the basically Marzen Light is what this is. And it's it's everything you would expect from Marzen. I mean, it's it's malty, it's clean uh, as far as like fermentation, clean yeast profile. You know, I'm kind of interested to see how they get the strong malty character and still keep it light. Yeah. Yes. I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see how that how that comes out. Which is interesting because when you think about a light lager, you'll think about you know like a, a German pill, something that's you know very like mm-hmm. hop forward, bitter. Yeah. Uh, or something that would be a little more balanced and adjunct, yeah, centric. But this is this is uh, a malt forward one that they wanted. But it should be smooth and clean. It's it's basically just a German lager that I mean has a little bit more of a strong malty flavor, but uh, it's it's more poundable. You're going to have a balanced strength and drinkability. Um, I said Martin Light earlier, and there's. Really, not much more to it than that. I find it interesting. The overall impression on the BJCP guidelines says that it showcases elegant German malt flavors without being too heavy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm, since it's a fest beer, I'm, I'm kind of expecting something just really tasty. But uh, well, you, you heard about what Sawyer thought about <laughs> the Martin. Yeah, he immediately went out and bought a six yeah. pack of the Hacker Shore. And right. Apparently, drink. Oh, <laughs> and our pizza's here. So, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> bye bye. Well, that was tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheesy and pepperoni and this beer smells like pizza. Unexpectedy. Yeah, all of all of our beers tonight are going to taste like greasy. I offered for the uh, delivery man to come join us, but he said no. Okay. Yeah. He didn't know what he missed out on. He's missed out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This beer smells kind of skunky. It's yeah. okay. We are, we are a nationally recognized podcast. Internationally. Yeah, international. We have uh, subscribers from Europe. Mm-hmm. Orale. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't. Nobody from Mexico though. No. Eddie, get on that one. Okay. Let's let's fix that. <laughs> Call your peeps. I can greet our our listeners from England by saying, "Hello" in English. Hello. Hello. That's cool. <laughs> and our listeners from Australia by saying "Hello" in Australian. <laughs> <clears throat> I studied before I came here, but. Or our, our German listeners. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. You still say hello in German. Guten Tag? What is That's that? good day. You don't say that as your greeting? Well, you can, but you can also say hello. That's weird. Yeah. Gute Nacht. Good night. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. Auf Um, I love you, my pretty. That's goodbye. I was close. Auf Wiedersehen. Anyways, hello. This, this beer is skunky. <laughs> yes. Um, well, it comes in a green bottle and it's a light beer. So, yes. Did you say the name of it? No. Oh. This is the Hofbrau München. This is the Deep Elm IPA. <laughs> that wasn't in the podcast. Oh. This is Hofbrau München. Yes. Or it's from Munich. So, on you the label, it. it does say Oktoberfest beer, but this is. Hofbrau Oktoberfest. Classified as a fest beer. Yes, it says Oktoberfest, but it's a fest beer. What do you do? And it's uh, brewed under the, what is it, the oh, German? Oh, the German pretty yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, look at the appearance. It's, it's, it is brilliantly clear. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, light, yes, it is. Brilliantly clear, very light, uh, light gold. I wouldn't say quite straw. It's it's mm-hmm. enough color to make it gold, but mm-hmm. light gold. Um, definitely has a, a white, frothy oh, head. Smells awful. Mm. Well... There, there is a fair bit of skunk to it. Uh, I'm trying to swirl mine to let that the the volatiles comes across in the flavor too a little bit. I don't get any malt out of this. This is very light. So the the light Oktoberfest idea, or I'm sorry, light Martzen idea. I not it's just, no. I can no. see I can see how it can be poundable. No. Well, well, for well sure. it's just like a Corona or Heineken. Yeah, I know. So it. Yeah, it's basically a German Corona. <laughs> See, <laughs> keep swirling it. Oh my god! Because once the skunk dissipates, it changes. It's not the same beer. Okay. And skunk dissipates fairly quickly as long as you like. I mean, swirl the crap out of it. And yes, this beer did come from Germany all the way to Arlington, Texas, on a boat. On a boat. <laughs> can't sing all those probably had a lot of no (laughs) i'm sure it had a lot of exposure to uv light though so it's like see like i don't smell skunk at all anymore really i think you're i don't no i don't well i i know it dissipates rather quickly but there's a lot of skunk in there it really does remind me exactly corona uh yeah or a heineken yeah i just i i guess the last time i had a heineken it was in one of the box so it wasn't skunked yeah heineken in the box i thought there was like Wine comes in a box. Slap it a bag. I haven't had a Heineken in probably like I don't know seven or eight years. That's how long it had been since I had had one. Uh, I had, you I had, had one the other uh, night. Yeah, I know. The, no, before that, before okay, yeah, the, it was like, liar, <laughs> liar. This last time I had one, uh, Travis was there as well. Is at uh, Zach's wedding. That's the first time I had a Heineken in a while. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, we saw his cat this evening. What? What? We saw your cat this evening. It wasn't what are you talking? Zach? 
No, what? your cat, Aunt Anakin. What about it? I'm confused. The cat? Yeah. <laughs> Zacate? We, we had an Anakin this week. The, the oh, tonight. you said Tecate, didn't you? No. He uh, said he had uh, an Anakin. And I no, said, we Aunt, saw oh your cat. God, okay, that, Travis, that was a little bit of a stretch. I no, see where you're going. <laughs> I see where you're going. No, with that, you were both no, awful. <laughs> no, it did not work. That was a g- I'm sorry. No, no. Nine. <laughs> Nine, nine, I nine, see nine. where you're going with that, but I'm sorry, I didn't. On re listen, you're going to both feel foolish. No, like, you're wow. going to feel foolish. That was a golden pun, and nobody caught it. No. That exactly. Was, was That's awful. a problem. Nobody yeah, caught if it. If nobody catches <laughs> it, yeah. then it's not a but golden no, pun. Like when you listen, it's like, ah, oh, 7 30 in the morning. I guess I'll listen to the podcast. It's, wow. That was really, actually, pretty good. <laughs> it was well crafted. It was, uh, the timing was right. And that's what it's about. No, the one that I really laughed at when I listened to it in the car later, after I had already published it, was the um, the bee farm. <laughs> that one was pretty funny. Okay. That one. <laughs> when you said it, I was just like, wow. But then when I heard it, it was, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so well, that anyway. was in the International White Logger episode, I think, yeah. I'll take that. Okay, so now, now that the... the a lot of the carbonations dissipated. I actually get more of a hop flavor. Now we get a flat beer. And that too. But I still get You skunk. still have bubbles in yours. No, it's flat. Give it a chance. It's Seriously. Flat. This is this is not a bad beer. <sighs> yes it is. I don't no. like it. I think I got rid of one. You're mad like because it, it was uh, light struck. No, but yes, once you get past I am that, mad about once that. you get past that it's not poundable if it tastes it. like skunk. Yeah, it is. How's Corona poundable? I don't drink Corona either. Well, then you're the only one out there that doesn't drink Corona. Okay. I get a <laughs> If you don't drink Corona, please let me know so I know I'm not the only person that doesn't drink Corona. I get a decent malt aroma once you, if you look past all the light struckness. Nope. Okay, I, well, then I will I will speak my mind. Go for I it. get a decent, uh, decent malt aroma with a slight bit of hops. Not much, but it's there. Um, they're more the, uh, more like the floral spicy variety rather than anything else. I agree with the floral. I get, I get a floral, floral taste, uh, taste, a floral smell out of it. Um, maybe the skunk ate some flowers before he skunked this beer. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing in the, uh, in the Disney movie Bambi, the skunk was actually named flower. That's right. <laughs> wow. I don't remember that at all. I didn't have to Google that. I don't know why I'm not that. Siri? No, I didn't. We could ask Siri. You could, and we could, and she'll confirm that I'm right. <laughs> Siri, what was the name of the skunk in Bambi? Ba-goom. You should know this, Chris. Punk. <laughs> what? <Ba-goom. laughs> and you'd be like, ah, oh, Siri calls me master. <laughs> Did you finish that? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Siri calls Fratto Tubby the Tuba. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, skunk, what were you talking about? Skunk? Skunk? No, yeah. get get past it and... Oh my god, I can't. Uh, well. Look, I swirled it. The carbonation is gone. Now I have a flat skunk beer. Okay. I smell skunk. Well, like I said, I, I smell skunk and I taste but, flatness, but I, I get the floral part out of it too. So, uh, please tell me the rest of these aren't in green bottles. No, we have one other example that's authentic, and it's in green bottle. 
You, we're going we're gonna to save that one for last, and, aren't we? No, we're going to do it now because <laughs> everything else is not a fest beer. We have two fest beers, basically. Really? I thought yes. we had like three. No, well, everything else is they called say, fest beer, but yeah. it's it's a Martzen. Right. We just don't get many in in our our market. We don't. Did anybody pick up that um, Mexican American Oktoberfest? It's not a fest beer. I know, but I mean, did anybody no. pick it up? Oh. No. Well, you told me I would have gotten it. We picked up some good things that we're going to feature because yes, they're I'm good. Excited. Um, I'm very and excited. And they deserve to be featured. I don't know what y'all got. So was, yeah. But I just um, went in there and went crazy. I grabbed a six-pack holder. I was like, yes, this, 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 this. <laughs> Anything that said Oktoberfest. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> All right. Well, are we done with this one? Mm-hmm. Eddie well, just did, pounded it, so it's. Oh, it's flat. I think yeah, you should see, say. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's. Uh, Gross. Okay. Well, okay. then I will say, Hofbrau, I appreciate what you've done, even though even though nobody else seems to I'm appreciate sure it. I'm sure if you were to have this in Germany at Oktoberfest, then it would taste different. Well, I, I, Exactly. So try to talk about it how no, you I imagine can't. it would be. I can't. If you were there being served by a, a voluptuous German woman. <laughs> woman? Woman, yes. Frau. Who, who, is, who is serving this to you. Frau. Woman. What? With blonde vux of Frau, hair. Fra- <laughs> oh my God. Frau beer maid. I don't know. That's even worse. <laughs> you said voluptuous vumen. Well. Sounds like vermin. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. You said vumen. No, Can't. you're calling the women of Germany vermin. No, I'm not. I think you guys I need You got that beer. on tape. Rewind it. Oh I, said, I said vumen. Voluptuous woman. Can we have another beer, please? You're just going to complain about the next one, but okay. Right. Well, what's the next one we're going to drink? Well, uh, I think it's. Let me see if I can pronounce this. Uh, Weinstefaner. Fetzbier. There you go. Good job. And uh, it's a premium. The world's oldest brewery. Premium <laughs> Bavaricum. Bavaricum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it says uh, store uh, in a dark and keep store dark and keep cool. Well, can't read apparently. <laughs> well, it's important to note that it says dark, Best Buy 1863. Yeah, so we're, uh, I mean, it's the world's brewery, but uh, we'll we'll just go with it. Yeah. Does it? We we know that Total Wine sells old beer, yeah. so it says I since, be surprised if it since 1040. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, we're uh, we're touching the century mark here. Yeah. Close to it. It is important to note, though, that this is a brown bottle. Mm-hmm. Brown? Brown. Hey, none of you guys are pregnant, are you? No. Okay. Not good. that I'm aware of. Right. Sawyer was pregnant, though, whenever he That's had right. the, the big news. Yeah, he had his like, big announcement on yeah. the uh, American Amber Ale. Yeah. That's why he's not here. So this one's a 5.8% alcohol. Hmm. Is that very poundable? That seems like it's pushing the upper upper limits. The upper echelon uh, it, poundability. Uh, what was the other one? Is that a word? Poundability? I'm gonna, I don't think we talked about the... Uh, poundability. Oh, wow. The last one was 6.3. Holy. 6.3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crap. Well, let me refer to the guidelines. The guidelines. To see the uh, numbers. Holy like crap. All right. Lines. So as a fest beer, it can be anywhere from 5.8 as the lower level um, to 
Wow. We are both so, rangers. I mean, it's poundable, but... Poundable. After two or three, you're going to get pounded. <laughs> well, you are really? at Oktoberfest. Yeah. You get pounded? I don't want to get... Yeah? I, I mean, there's beautiful women there everywhere. <laughs> Voluptuous women. Voluptuous women. Women. That's closer than women. Women. I want... The more vest beers I like drink, a vampire the there. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> I want to drink your beer. Transylvania. I want to drink your beer. Your vest beer, beer is poundable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one's lighter than the half brow. I don't get any skunk though. Maybe I, because of the brown bottle. Maybe there's a novel idea. Hmm. There was there was some skunk when you first poured it. I think it's because I didn't rinse. Uh, I picked it up last night at the class also. Mm. That's why I didn't say Oh, anything. did you have one of these? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what his, his picture was. Yes. And so I, I, was at a football I picked game. it up last night, but I didn't that's say right. anything. And when we first poured it, I picked it up too. But we also poured it during the break, and we kind of like, you know, kind of meandered back and forth about our conversation. And then by the time we actually got around to tasting it and smelling it, it's dissipated. Interesting. So that, I mean, that's. I think that's a big part of it that uh, the, the skunk flavor and aroma. It's pretty quick to dissipate mm-hmm. if it's there, and if it is there, then you know, let it sit for a little bit, swirl it, agitate it, and it, it, it'll even out. I get a little bit more bitterness out of this one than the other one, like kind of at the back. It tastes very similar to me, uh, but okay. yeah, it, it is just a little bit more bitter. Yeah. Um, I would I would see this more along the lines of like a pilsner, maybe. You know, I think I would agree with that. Um, and we have an example of that. Uh, one of the German pills, we did that, I think, episode nine, uh, German pills. But this would very, very yeah. closely align with, with that kind of thing. It reminds me of the Bitburger, specifically. Yes. You bit a burger? Yes. Yeah, oh. Eddie picked up a, a a Versteiner German Pils, which okay. I think if so we had be if, very similar, yeah, if we had that back to back with this, there would be a lot of similarities. Yeah, I feel like this one is more is going to be more malty. Uh, the Versteiner is going to be very very much like a hot bitter forward. Uh, hmm. it, it's it's bitter on the flavor and the finish. This one not so much. It is it is more easy uh, easy drinkable, poundable. As a higher poundability yes. rating. If you had to rate this on a poundability scale of 1 to 10. You pound it real good. <laughs> the Vimin. <laughs> well. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I think I think the uh, the actual Marzen, like the, the darker ones, would be easier to drink than yes, this. Yes, I, I agree. Because I, I get more of a, like a bitterness... Uh, like a hop astringency, a hop-driven astringency yeah. from this than I do from, you know, say, a, a Pollen or Oktoberfest. The Martzen is smoother, finishes cleaner, I think. It, see, and I feel, that, I feel the same way. Even Which though is, both of these are lagers, the other one has a lot more lager mm-hmm. character. And they're both basically the same base beer, you know, they come from the same roots, and they're brewed for the same reason. Right. But um, yeah, that, this is not what I expected at all. Certainly mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. especially Maybe. when you read the guidelines. It's talking about 
you know, highlighting the German malts. I highlight them very well. Now I know. I lit them. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get much malt out of it though. That's the thing. It's, I get bitterness. I get, I, I get malt. Bad bit of skunk. I get some pilsner malts maybe, but I don't, I don't get the any of the darker malt that you would get that you would think you would get from a more malt forward beer. That's probably beer. because there's not many dark malts in this. No. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. I, <clears throat> I guess maybe you should have specified light German malts. I would imagine this is probably the majority Pilsner malt, maybe a touch of uh, Munich or Vienna, but not a whole lot. You're not going to get any any caramel malts in this. There's not any roasted anything, chocolate, nothing. It's it's probably uh, I'd say eighty to ninety percent Pilsner malt base, and then maybe a touch of flavoring. Okay, just. <clears throat> to review here, <clears throat> tell me if you get any of this aroma. Moderate malty richness with an emphasis on toasty, doughy aromatics and an impression of sweetness. The doughiness comes from the Pilsner malt, yes. But see, I don't get any sweetness and I don't get any toasty. No, I get the doughiness though. That's like, it. Uh, so like, one like out of bready, three. Birdie notes. Okay. Appearance deep yellow to deep gold color. This is a very light yellow. It's not straw. Flavor. No. Medium to medium high multi flavor initially with a lightly toasty bread dough quality and impression of soft sweetness. I don't get sweetness anywhere out of the Hofbrau or out of the Vine Stefaner. Is there any mention of like bitterness or, or smokiness? Medium to medium low bitterness. Definitely multi in the balance. Well attenuated and crisp. Okay. I would say well attenuated, yes. Clean lager fermentation character. Medium bitterness, yes. Clean okay. lager, okay, so uh, yes. Because you, you don't get yeast like phenols or esters in this, no. Yeah. So here you go, Travis. The taste is mostly of Pils malt, but with Thank slightly you. toasty hints. Thank the you. bitterness is supportive, but still should yield a malty, flavorful finish. Okay. So we do get the pills in there, yes. clearly. But I don't get any multi sweetness or or anything out of this at all. Yeah, based on what you read, I would say this one is a little more heavy on the uh, on the bitterness side as yeah. opposed to the multi sweetness. More of a pilsner. I think they both were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, both of them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I have yet to find anything that that gives me a hint of toasty bitter. I mean, a toasty maltiness and sweetness. I haven't got any sweet at all. Yeah, no sweet. Well, I mean, at least as far as aroma, I did get the floral. Um, yeah. Or spicy hops, yeah. I mean, honestly, this is a tough style because they really don't export much of this to the United States. Probably because they know it's going to be skunky and bitter. We, we found two examples, and that was uh, pretty recently. I mean, you know, five years ago, we never would have heard of the style, nope. and we haven't. So, well, it kind of reminds me, I was listening to uh, the Come and Brew It podcast that stubby does uh Mm. this week and they had uh one of their new employees at the store who's from england on the show and he brought in a bunch of uh english beers that he brought back with him from when he was there recently um you know things that we wouldn't get here sure and uh they spent a lot of the time talking about how if they were to ship those beers across the pond 
that it would not be the same beer. Hmm. Because between the export time, the shipping time, temperature change, you know, all this stuff going back and forth, you're talking a couple of weeks minimum. Right. And, uh, you know, he brought this beer back fresh. Sure. And they were like, this beer is fantastic. You know, you can, you can only get it on cask over in England or, you know, whatever. But I have a feeling it's the same kind of thing. If you were to drink a fest beer in Germany during Oktoberfest, it's going to be different than if you buy it here. And maybe that's why they don't Absolutely. export it because yeah. they know it's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. It, I mean, and that's, that's so true. Beer is a living entity. It's it's made of yeast, which are living organisms, and it's always changing. Even if you filter it, it's still going to undergo a changing process. You know, you can you can have a a, a can of Coca Cola from 2015 compared to a can of Coca Cola from 2010, and they're going to be fairly similar because it doesn't really change. But if you have a no yeast, yeah, if you have a uh, you know a Weinstefaner. Uh, Hefeweizen from 2015 and a Stefaner Hefeweizen from 2010, there's going to be a big difference. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it it's a living entity, so it, it's always changing. That's why there is a shelf life for these things, and it's it's meant to be heated. Uh, and it's... it's uh, the, well, light, the light struck issue is a big issue for these, which yeah. we've seen yeah. uh, twice tonight. Well, and also, you know, you think on the other end of the spectrum, if you have a a uh, Russian Imperial Stout from 2015 versus a Russian Imperial Stout from 2010. Oh, big difference. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So some beers, yeah, you, you definitely want to age them. Mm-hmm. Some of them you want to drink fresh. Like IPAs, drink fresh. Point proven. It's a so living I'm thinking, entity. Yeah, so I'm thinking Oktoberfest, maybe one of those that you want to drink fresh when it hasn't had the opportunity to be skunked yet. If those are the only two fest beers we have, that's all we have to go on. Well... Those are the authentic ones we have. But the other ones right. we have are Oktoberfest, which would be more of the Marks. Well, we'll see. Okay. Well, I think we're going to start to stray from the path All right. pretty soon. Okay. Cool. Well, what's our next one? Uh, well, I mean, we've had trouble finding other Fest beer styles, and I don't think we've found other ones. That bottle says Fest beer. It does. It's not a Fest beer? Uh, I hesitate to say so. Um, we had two two authentic ones from Germany, obviously. Okay. And then we thought we could find some from America because, for the most part, many styles that begin in the old world are emulated here. Okay. But the Fest beer seems to elude America because we, in front of us right now, we have the Victory Fest beer. That's what it says on the label. Victory Fest beer. However, what's in our glass is not a fest beer. I believe this is a Martzen well, style. It's kind of dark. Yes. It's definitely a dark copper, amber type mm. color. I, I go, I'd go with copper. Dark copper. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a, a burnt orange. Mm. But definitely much darker than the uh, the golden golden hues that we saw from the first two examples now i'm getting some biscuity and toasty and sweetness okay and the aroma like definitely mm-hmm. toasty mm-hmm. bready mm-hmm. biscuity <clears throat> yes i would say that all of those are present so certainly Ooh. has the Ooh. sweetness i get something very upfront Ooh. that i don't think fits this style at all 
In your front zone? Yes. <laughs> Is it Play-Doh? No. Is it grass? Nope. Dried leaves? Nope. Bubble gum? Nope. Uh, Hot Cheetos? <laughs> takis? No, no Takis. No Takis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're going for then. Yeah. Chocolate. Do you? Yes. I didn't. It's yes. Like I totally. Hmm. Which is weird. Yeah, I didn't. I had to pick up on that. We might leave you out to dry on that one, my That's friend. That's fine. Yeah. You're yeah. more than welcome to. Yeah, you might be on an island in Bafadisha. Yeah, I got it again. <laughs> chocolate. Hmm. Like milk chocolate, not like bitter chocolate, like you would expect from a stout. Milk mm. chocolate, like sweet chocolate. Only because you said it twenty. Think times, about, but I don't. What was that? Um, uh, Boulevard chocolate. The chocolate ale. The Boulevard chocolate, mm-hmm. the one that looked like a light. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And you taste it. It's like drinking Hershey's syrup. Hmm. I don't quite get Hershey syrup, not to no. the extent, not to the extent uh, that the Boulevard chocolate was, but this one I get very sweet milk chocolate from. Like it's it's in my face. That's all I get. Okay, the only, I think the only reason I'm starting to get it now is because you said it fifty thousand times. But That's possible. I, that definitely was not my first impression, uh, or my second, or third, you- or fourth. Or fifth. But you get it a little bit, maybe, now that I said it so many times. Now that you said it so many times. <laughs> I'm influencing your opinion. Exactly. Travis, do you get that at all? Maybe slightly, but nowhere <laughs> near. because I said it 20 times? But nowhere near in your face, like okay. uh, like chocolate bathing in the bathtub, just kind of rubbing yourself with chocolate, like Gross. you were mentioning. No, no definitely not. I said nothing no. about rubbing myself with chocolate. Yeah, yeah you did. And listen to the no, tape. You're like, Right, this is like chocolate in your face, and your mouth, and your eyes. It's everywhere. In your butt crack. It's it's coming out your 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 whatever. Now I'm yeah. from New York. Oh, well, that this Donald Trump reference. It's gonna be huge. It's and luxurious. Cho- yes, we're gonna build a wall of chocolate. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. It's the 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 chomp wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a huge wall of chocolate. I like chocolate. <laughs> it would be luxurious too. Could you eat through it? Maybe. What kind of chocolate is it? It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, it does. Milk chocolate, dark chocolate. He likes the dark chocolate. Mm. Likes the black. I only like little pieces of dark chocolate. Likes the black. That's that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a- <laughs> it's gonna be huge. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What else do you give? Dang, Eddie pounded his. Travis, what do you... <laughs> well, it's supposed to be more poundable. This one is so, more poundable you know than the other ones, for sure. It was a little tastier. Okay, so a this... A little bit, a lot of it. This, compared to the other ones, it's definitely nowhere near as bitter, uh, as harsh. Uh, it does have... Sweetness. You know, I'm not going to say chocolate, because I think you implanted that. You did yeah. the uh, Inception crap in my head, so <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna say but it. But you do get a little bit of it. <laughs> well, there is, there is a sweet essence to this beer. I, I agree with the sweet essence. Uh, at first, the first 15 times, I didn't, I didn't get chocolate. But, Friendship and camaraderie, yeah. the two keys to any festive this event. This is victory, just like Trump. We're going to be beer. winning. You're going to be winning so much, it's going to be coming out of your ears. You have so many victories, it'll be crazy. 
Seductively malty uh, with a kiss of hops for balance. I didn't get any hops at all. Uh, I got a little <laughs> barely. This is our fest beer. Painstakingly crafted from German malts. Mm. Decoction brewed for full flavor, carefully aged depth of character. This is a Martin style. your friends for festive taste of victory. So, so I think it's safe to say Downington, we, Pennsylvania. Oh, you can Downington of them? <laughs> More poundable. I mean, that's what they're going for. So, man. What a city to set up shop. Wait, what's is up? his name Bill Ron? <laughs> he has two first names. Wait, it says Bill, Bill well, Ron. What's the alcohol if percentage on this? If you're Bill Ron, then you can never be right. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that was so awful, it was actually a little bit funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we did two authentic examples, and everything else we have tonight is going to be non-authentic. So I think we should just go through them and... And quickly talk about what we have and why we have it. There's no percentage on this one. No. Well, oh, wait, there it is. Hold on. It was tiny. 5.6%. Oh. Wait, it is more poundable than the other ones. Maybe. It's 5.8 and 6.3. Yeah. Let's quickly go through the other examples we have because uh, we have many more and less time to do it. All right. What was the next one? Well, the next one that we have is from Fort Worth. So, close to home. Orale. The Uraran Sons... Oktoberfest. This one actually says Martin style lager on the label, so it is important to note that this is not a fest beer. Correct. This is a Martin. Yes. Like without a doubt Martin. Yes. And it's uh Martin it's it's so much Martin that it actually won a gold medal at the GABF competition this week. See. In the Martin style. Wow. Yeah. So as of this year, as of this week. This is the best Martin style in the world. Wow. In the world. From awesome. Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. So, you know, even though we're doing we're talking about Fest Beer, you know, based on recent events and it's a locality to us, then yeah. we thought it was it was important to mention this. Yeah. And also we didn't feature this on the Martin episode we did several weeks ago. No, we didn't. So it deserves a deserves a drink right now. The other uh, local Oktoberfest that we did was, or the Martin. I we guess did the closest uh, one was a uh, Shiner. Semi Adams Shiner, yeah, just kind of yeah. the big names. We didn't so, do any uh, close to but, home. But you know, Shiner's still in Texas, so sure. But, yeah, Texas is big. Anyway, the the uh, label of this says Ozapft is the cry of happy beer drinkers at the start of the Munich Oktoberfest, which in German means the keg is tapped. Ozapft. Yes. Really? <laughs> that sounded kind of weird. Anyway, Rars Oktoberfest is a traditional Martin-style lager. Dark amber in color, super smooth, medium body with a sweet, malty finish. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, Rar, winning the gold medal. Yeah, yep. buddy. This even looks fantastic. It yep. does. It smells nice, great. Nice, dark, caramel. Yeah. Looks like autumn in a glass. Mm-hmm. What does Autumn look like? Like this? Uh, last time I saw her, she had you know like red hair oh, and uh, she, had, she had some freckles, but I think she's working them out. It's kind of how do you work out freckles? Yeah, how do you how do you work out freckles? I don't. I mean, I don't have any, so I, <laughs> I have a few, but I, they not, they only get they only multiply. I was gonna say it, it malt don't. multiply multiply. Yes, you, you malt, can't see mine. Really, malt 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 apply? Malt, no, malt, malt. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway. 
Travis is trying too hard to be punny today. No, that's why I'm here. <laughs> my one job. That's why I was hired on. Hi, wait, yeah. you're getting paid? It's my con. You're not? Oh, crap. Dude. <laughs> well, I'm not uh, part of the show okay. yet, so I'm definitely not getting yeah, paid. Yeah, we're in the awkward part of the show. Join us next week where we may or may not have a show. <laughs> here on Bruce Dials. This is... I, I get a lot of the multi-sweetness. Yes. Uh, very toasty. It's It's got a... a a strong flavor, but it's a good, strong. It's a good, strong, toasty one. Um, so, try, I mean, try to think back to definitely talking about the beer a couple weeks ago when we did the uh, the Marzen. Because I mean, this obviously doesn't compare to the Fest beers; they're much lighter. <laughs> All right, they're in a giggle fit, so I'll just talk to myself as. Uh, as I think about this beer compared to the ones we had a couple weeks ago with the uh, the Spotten Oktoberfest and uh, the Hacker Shore, this one I would say is more present, more intense. The uh, the Spotten, the Hacker Shore, they were, you know, I dare say they were more easy drinking, more poundable than anything we had tonight. This one is present. It's there. It's 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 heavy. It's not poundable, but I mean, every mouthful is very pleasing. That's what she said. Every time, every time I, I put it in my mouth, I'm just reminded of how wonderful it is and how silky smooth. I, I just, I, I want another. Let's get back to the beer. Tra- yeah, can we talk about the beer again. We're talking about beer. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that sweetness is that. That sweetness is great. I, I like this. I see why I got gold compared compared to these other ones definitely the uh the roasty toasty stuff comes through yeah there's a big uh malt intensity uh certainly malt forward and that's to be expected from the uh from the martin style not necessarily the fest beer but uh it's not uh lingerly uh, or, or the bitterness is not lingering at all on the finish or the flavor it's it's probably heavier than what you'd get at the uh, at the Oktoberfest festival, but you know I could definitely have more than one of these without a doubt. Yeah, so it's very yeah very enjoyable. I don't know if it's as poundable as the others, but it's still very tasty. I will say two years Does ago it have ABV on it. Two years ago, this was an Imperial Oktoberfest, which was like. Eight point three percent. Seriously? Mm. Yes. The first time they did it, it was really high, and they they marketed it as an Imperial Oktoberfest, like then, an ice fest. <laughs> I wouldn't say an ice fest, but <laughs> that was a uh, that was Snowmageddon. It doesn't have what on here. Mm. Ice fest, but it's got the yeah. This one. one, this one. I think they finally dialed it to the right point, and they won gold, and deservedly so. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, thank you, Rar, for this uh, for this gold medal winning and DFW representing beer that you've provided for us today. And for our final beer, we have another uh, Texas example, and this is one that uh, the reason we got this, even though it says Oktoberfest, it's not necessarily a fest beer. However, it is a GABF medal winner as of this week. So that's pretty cool. That yes. says car batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, um, <laughs> and it's it's a, it's actually a a, a broke beer. It's uh, broke. broke. Yeah, 
uh, from Bach. I can let it borrow some money, but but I, um, I guess it's down to its last fifty cents. Yeah, <laughs> but this one actually drives a vehicle, so it's the Carbach, and it's Carbach Brewing Good Company. Good job. I have to give you that one. The car, is, and then the full name is Carboctoberfest. All in one. So it's from Carbach, but it's the Oktoberfest, Carboctoberfest. And this one did receive a medal from GABF this week. Not in the Fest Beer category, not in the uh, Marzen category, but right. in the American Amber Lager category, it won a silver. Oh. And that's really cool. And also... This is also the first week that Carbach is available in DFW. Wow! So, um, you know, I thought it was it I'm was excited. appropriate to pick this up and talk about it and feature it because we have never been able to get this in a can in uh, in our area. So well, that's cool. Um, let's I'd, drink it. Let's talk about it. Let's see what it is. I've never heard of it. So here we go. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of a cheers. Carboctoberfest. Taste is very subtle and tasty. You jumped way ahead. We didn't yeah. talk about it yet. I'm sorry. We don't have time to to waste. No. Stiff it. Taste it. Go. <laughs> go. 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 Poundability rating. <laughs> oh, poundability. <laughs> but it's got a uh, very pleasant appearance. It's got a. I I, I pick up a, a floral aroma in it. Uh, taste is like I said, very subtle, uh, but it's it's still good. That this I would say is poundable. Certainly I, a light aroma for sure. I th- I'd say this is in between the the fest beers that we had and the RAR. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Light, yeah I think lighter I than the RAR. Lighter than the RAR, but uh, darker and more October festy than the fest beers. <laughs> yeah, this is certainly like a bridge, or a bridgeable style from the fest beer to the Martin. Um, which I guess is why they won a medal in the American Amber Lager style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's I mean it's not as uh, as super malty uh, intense as a Martzen, and obviously it's it's way too dark for a fest beer. So, right, right, right. yeah. They uh, they did a good job of brewing a good beer and also submitting it in the correct style to be judged. Uh. That's a big part of it, you know. <laughs> when you when you submit a beer, it's it's submitting it in the right style that will fit your beer. I've heard that too many times that someone like brews a an American stout and they're like, well, it's a really good American stout, but it doesn't quite taste like what it's supposed to, you know. And, and if you submit it as American stout, it might you know uh, crash and burn. But if you were to submit it as possibly a dry stout, which has different characteristics, you know, maybe it would it would uh, surpass your original goals so that's a that's a big part of it here's an interesting tidbit from the can it says this beer is extremely cloffable this beer is like a month late i think (laughs) (laughs) what episode did we talk about cloffable i don't know we haven't talked about vocabulary words of the week in a long time yeah so cloffable was a long time we did cloffable we did uh poundable this i guess now it's poundability Poundability. What would you say the poundability rating on this beer would be? I, I could probably pound this better than any of the yeah. other ones. I would jack I think, this. What? I would jack this one up. You would jack that. Yeah. Sounds, jack this that one sounds up. Weird. Up. Mm-hmm. Up. Jack I would the rating. The up. The. I would say the Oktoberfest, the raw Oktoberfest, would have a poundy poundability rating of 
around five out of ten. Yes, I would say this has an eight. You would give this one an eight? Yeah. Well, let's find out. Clink. Uh, and pound. Hmm. Easy. I'd, I'd say probably a Very easy. seven. Very close. If the carbonation level was a little bit lower on, it would be even easier. I think it's fine. I'm going 7.5. It, it, it had a little bit of carbonic to bite to it, but. This was this was uh, quite easy. Out of all, honestly, out of all the ones we've had, I think this one was the easiest one to drink. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know if I'd go as high as eight, but maybe a seven. This one would be the easiest to uh, to shotgun because the other ones are in bottles, and that would be <laughs> a pain to really be you a know. sticky wicket. Yeah. You put a straw in it <laughs> in a can. Oh, so I yeah. meant the bottles. Or the bottle. Oh, yeah. I was just saying the can. Oh. You just punch a hole in it and yeah, <laughs> pound it. Oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. You've never shotgunned a beer before? Oh, we're talking about the beer. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. We we tried our best in today's episode. It we, does say it's still summer on the can, so. We only had uh, two oh, actual good thing fest beers, but that's all that we could find. It says an authentic Bavarian we style best. Honestly, if they were all. Vietnamese malts. If all the best beers were like that, I'm kind of glad we only had two because uh, it's like about yeah, it's like yeah. I was drinking Corona the whole time. Yeah, I had my fill of the skunk on the our uh, what's it, uh, international light lager episode. Yeah, and I promise Eddie, we will invite you back for episodes where we have beers that are different from that. Sounds good, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I don't mind. Actually, actually, next week's ep- next week's episode will be very very different. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be fun. I like well, hanging out. With I'm you guys. looking forward to it because it's one of my my newest favorite styles yeah. of beer. Uh-huh. Maybe you can join us again for that one. So it'll be fun. Yeah, you should come back for sure. Just so that you know, you you don't think that the only things we drink are skunk beers. Yep. Yeah, it, it, you kind so. of be hinting something at me, but I, I I won't take it that way. No problem. <laughs> what? I don't know. You smell bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us for this recent episode of Boo Styles, <laughs> where we covered the topic of fest beer. Fest. We're not exactly sure where the next style will go for the next episode, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, with category twenty seven historical beer, it goes. Uh, cheers till then.